0: every morning started out the same, I would awake early having not adjusted to the new time schedule, make coffee and wait for Nick to wake up. For a man in his late 60s, he was always on the go and busy trying to make some deal happen. Breakfast was always at Gilbert's on Main in downtown Bellevue. Nick and the owner had a history, a story I never heard. The owner was a raging alcoholic who would down a pint of vodka in a day and couldn't function in society. Now sober, he owned Gilbert's, a deli with fresh bread and breakfast meals served inside or on the sidewalk patio. People lined up behind us as we stood in line waiting to see what the specials of the day were. Ferraris and Lamborghini drove up and down the street with their loud exhaust, older men trying to attract younger women. You could smell the ocean in the air and if you were on the right street one could see the water in the distance. Gilberts reminded me of a few delis from my hometown, with murals on the wall and young girls working behind the counter. In the back, near the restrooms, There was a wall lined with posters advertising events that would be coming up in the area. On the wall was a shelf of books and one of them stood out. I had never seen a hardcover copy of Kitchen Confidential even though the book was a bestseller on the NY Times list it quickly went to softcover and has continued to sell since. I pulled the book out and discovered it was a first edition. I couldn't find a price on it and took it back to the table. What did you find? Nick asked as I flipped through the book. A first edition of Kitchen Confidential was sitting on the shelf. I have never seen one before. Nick waved his friend over. The man looked at us through his glasses that made him look like the mole from A Wind in the Willows. Nee C.K. asked how much the book was. Ah, it's free. Keep it. I find stuff and put it over there for the customers to read. They take them home half the time. That's the point. Are you sure? I have cash. I said ready to pull out my wallet. Nick doesn't pay here. I tell him that all the time and he still tries to pay regardless. Take the book. The man turned around and disappeared talking to other customers. For breakfast I ordered the smoked salmon scramble and it might have been one of the best breakfast meals I ever had. Fluffy eggs mixed with cream cheese and thin slices of salmon on top was complemented with grilled potatoes. The portions were huge, something you would serve the mountain on Game of Thrones. After breakfast, we went around town for my supplies stopping at a local market. I picked out shampoo, soap, toothbrush and paste toffee, post-it notes and pens would be needed. Nick purchased the items and we went back to Walden. I have a history with Michigan, Nick said as we drove down the highway. I was seeing this Jewish girl, her family had more money than you could have imagined. We were supposed to get married and then I met this girl from Michigan. Ever been to Warren? I shook my head knowing I had never intentionally visited there. Well, I don't know what you guys are doing up there but I threw away a lifetime of security to be with her. She was amazing. You should have seen her. His eyes drifted off longing for the pleasures of long ago. But if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have my daughter. She is absolutely beautiful. Have I told you about my daughter? No. She had never come up before. I'll show you a picture when we get back. She is gorgeous, takes after her mother. She moved out to New York and within the first month she was on a billboard in Manhattan. I tell you she's going places. Has a few jobs lined up. Maybe you'll meet her one day. Nick only talked about his daughter. I learned over a year later that he had a son from a different marriage but he never talked about him. It was obvious who his favorite was. His car was starting to act up. Once we pulled into the driveway, I took a look, being the amateur backyard mechanic that I am, and found a puddle under the motor. The red fluid on the ground said it all. Your transmission has a leak, I said showing him the pink tint on my finger. That son of a bitch. I've already had it in. They were supposed to fix that. He's picking this up and fixing it today. I'm tired of this shit. This was the first time I had seen Nick lose his temper. It wouldn't be the last. Inside Nick had called the garage and the guy was coming out to get the car. We would be driving in Sam's car for the rest of the day if we went out. That day we didn't. Staying in and getting things ready for that night. Behind the cabin was a small shack. I picture that as Walden. I want to clean it out and turning it into a writing retreat. I want the whole cabin to be a retreat for writers like yourself. If you come out here you'll have a place to stay with like-minded people. Nick was being honest about his intentions. I went back and forth about moving never truly thinking about it being a possibility. I had a house with an upside-down mortgage thanks to the 2008 financial crisis. There was all of my stuff and of course finding a job if I did. The $300 a month Nick was paying wasn't going to cover my bills. The shack was tiny and I could see there being a small desk and a typewriter inside. It would be something I would inspire too. Nick took me on a hike that day. We went down the street and found the entrance to the trail. A tiny stream went through, something that flooded when it rained. He said that sometimes lost salmon would find their way up the pitiful stream. Seattle had been experiencing a drought for over a year and wildfires had even become an issue. I remembered reading about the fungus that was killing large numbers of salmon because of the high heat and the lack of water. This was the 60 acres of land that the cabin was built on, a public park. We found large dead tree trunks from pine trees larger than anything I had seen in Michigan. The bridges appeared new and the trail was kept clean. You could tell that the area was taken care of by either the city or the locals. We emerged from the other side of the trail and Nick said it was the first time he had ever gone the whole way. I find that it is the people who are surrounded by great things who never appreciate them. Back at Walden I made a pot of coffee, cracked open one of the 20 ounces beers and started my laptop. It was going to be a long night.